I'm sure you know by now that developing self-discipline is essential for anyone desiring to get more out of life. However, self-discipline isn't an innate talent. No one is born with the self-discipline gene. That means that in general, everyone is playing on the same level playing field when it comes to self-discipline. So why is it that some people are obviously more self-disciplined than others? The answer is practice. Like anything else, in order to become better at self-discipline, you have to begin practicing self-discipline. The more you practice, the more the habits involved in self-discipline become easier and more natural. Eventually, these habits become second nature. They become basic behaviors that you perform without any conscious thought. However, before you get to the point where self-discipline becomes second nature, even before you begin to start practicing self-discipline habits that you need to be aware of as well as make use of are the foundations of self-discipline. My name is Ronika Jacobs, and you have found my podcast, Strive for More, Best Life Now. While there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, you've taken the time out to listen to this one. And so for that, I want to say thank you. So without any further delay, let's get to it. Let's strive for more. Episode 121, The Foundations of Self-Discipline. The foundations of self-discipline are dynamic elements, both external and internal, that will help you to begin to build strong discipline habits. They will also help you maintain a self-disciplined attitude over the long haul, aiding you in avoiding distraction and abetting your overall focus. So I want to share some of these foundational factors with you. So first of all, you have to think about what is your rationale? Trying to be more self-disciplined without having a specific goal is a recipe for failure. It's a little like getting in your car and starting to drive without knowing where you're going. All you're going to do is travel in circles, get lost and waste your time. You need to have a specific goal in mind, a reason for self-discipline before you begin your self-discipline practice. A goal will get you going and keep you going while also keeping you on course. A goal is your purpose. Without it, you cannot proceed. The second foundational principle of self-discipline is that you have to be accountable. Getting to your final goal will take a lot of discipline, 
Being self-disciplined enough to reach that goal will require something more than sheer determination. Face it, during your journey to the goal that you've established, you will slip up and obstacles will get in your path. You will falter. You will waver. You will be tempted to stop. You will want to return to where you began. You need a way to deal with these moments of internal chaos. The tool for this particular job is accountability. When you are accountable for your actions, you are liable for your mistakes. You will have to own them. You will not be able to gloss over undisciplined behaviors or cover them up. You can either be accountable to yourself or to someone else. If you decide to be accountable to yourself, Make sure that you understand the importance of being scrupulously honest with yourself about your behavior. If you lie to yourself, the only person hurt is you. If you decide to be accountable to someone else, make sure that they will hold your feet to the fire and call you on any backsliding. And finally, develop a behavioral code. A behavioral code is nothing more than a set of rules which defines how you act in a given situation. It takes all the randomness out of how you react to stimulus. You don't have to fly by the seat of your pants wondering if you're acting in the right way given the circumstances. All you have to do is look to your code of behavior and you'll have the answer. A behavioral code is also useful in identifying and ruling out problematic behaviors that you may not be aware of. If you are exhibiting an unconscious negative tendency, you will immediately become aware of it when it happens due to your new code. You can then take the steps to alter how you act, how you think, how you're behaving all the while eliminating the problematic behavior or behaviors that have been holding you back. So here are a few things to keep in mind about self-discipline. Our actions or inactions are directly responsible for our current physical and mental situations. This means that success is a result of developing a habit of taking positive, constructive actions. This habit is the essence of self-discipline. Self-discipline is all about keeping focused and on an end result while resisting impulsive distractions that will break that focus. The development and maintenance of these positive habits in the face of day-to-day distraction is the backbone of self-discipline. Self-discipline is important. It's It's important not only because it helps us reach goals, but it also produces several collateral benefits, such as increased productivity and increased self-confidence. These collateral benefits act synergistically to reinforce the positive habitual behaviors involved in self-discipline, which in turn promotes even more self-discipline. Effective self-discipline is built on a foundation of internal and external elements, including internalizing a rationale, being accountable, and developing a behavioral code. 
My name is Ronika Jacobs. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to find out more information about my coaching or training products, you can visit my website at www.striveforleadership.com or you can reach out to me by email at rjacobs at striveforleadership.com. Thanks for listening. I hope you continue to strive for more and live your best life now. See you in the next episode.